this is the cultist big day out I'm going to take it away with everybody doing introductions first Hi, I'm Soup. I'll be playing Harold James Marlin. Harold was born in the streets of Flatbush, Boston. He is now 34 and he has lived a life of crime his whole life. He started out as a hired gun when he was about 15. His life was never pleasant. His stepfather was an alcoholic. His mother, no backbone. His most fond memory of his stepfather is breaking his nose onto a countertop. It was mostly because his stepfather broke his fingers in the process. The first person he killed was a jewelry store owner. He killed him with a forty-five automatic pistol that he kept for himself. After hearing about mysterious artifacts, he decided to join up with some stranger individuals to try and become a bit more powerful. The only thing that matters to him is power. He's greedy, he's bloodthirsty, and you would never trust him. He cares about no one other than himself, and he never will. Hi, I'm Sky. I am playing Edward Macaron. He is a small four-year-old man of indeterminate ethnicity. His accent doesn't quite give away any particular home of raising. He claims to have been everywhere between the Occident and the Orient, studying the secrets of the human mind. He fell in with this cult. After finding strange symbols and sigils that seemed to have twisting effects on the mind, and he wished to study them, for the good of mankind, of course. I'm Grafa Clan, and I'm playing William Sanders, also known as Lucky. He was a lawyer who got into the cult for entertainment and to kill his boredom with the world. He's tall, lanky, with jet black hair combed back, and dark brown eyes. I am Psychotron. I am playing Alvin Tucker, attorney at law. He is a small man, quite heavily scarred from a case of smallpox he had in his childhood. He has hooked up with this group after dealing with a case that somehow led to a connection with them, and he is involved to increase his power in the world. It is the winter solstice. You guys have all gathered for a cult meeting activity. We're behind closed doors. We have no idea what it is you've done, but those doors have opened and everyone is starting to exit. And there's that usual mingling about where everybody kind of talks to each other It is here that the four of you converge together. So yes, Mr. Marlin, I would say that me inducing the suicide to a man solely through the telephone counts as my first murder. I say that makes you a bit more of a psychopath than a killer, but... Yeah, I don't know if I'd count that. It seems pretty boring. You know, you don't even see them. I mean, I've technically never killed anybody because they weren't dead when I left. I mean, one shot to the chest, he died in the hospital. Hmm? Do gotta admit, though, it takes a lot of influence. Kill from a distance, like. I can kill from a distance, too. About 15 yards last time I checked. Hmm, two for two. 
Where is our little tiebreaker? I haven't seen her recently. She seems to have gone missing. Have any of you spoken to her? Not since our last meeting, no. Nah, I ain't heard from her since then either. I spoke to her several days ago. Did anything seem off several days ago, or was she, was she just her normal self? Uh, everything seemed fine. Absolutely normal. Has anyone checked up on her? Of course not. Does anyone know where she lives? I do. Yeah? You haven't checked up on her at all? Or? I figured she would be here tonight. I would talk to her then. Mm. She's not here. Maybe we should go check on her. Yeah, makes sense. I'll go where you go. Yeah, let's go check it out. I mean, why not? Nothing to lose. All the gain, really. I'm glad we're all in such vigorous agreement. Let's go. You drive. Lucky, you're going to drive and take everybody there, I assume? With Alvin giving direction. Alvin's able to guide you there, as he stated. He's been there. Would you say you have ease, like it's very confident in how you give directions, or do you kind of like have to remember stumble because maybe you haven't been there that often? Yeah, it's not like oh, it's definitely here. It's like uh, okay, I think we turn up here at the uh, to the left, and and so on and so forth. Okay, doesn't take you guys too long in the evening, and you show up outside of a brownstone home in uh, Boston and you'll see that when Alvin indicates that's the place the home looks to be dark looks like nobody's home yeah do we want to go in and check or just call it here I think we should go in and check it's not like her to miss a meeting do we have any way to get in that's not picking the lock we can always pick the lock, because I'm not a pansy. Yeah, but it is, what, evening? People are coming home? Bunch of strange men at a door? Yeah, but only one of us looks like a criminal. The one picking the door. And no one will suspect you of anything, you stand-up guys. Make a solid argument. Go ahead and pick that door. First, we should check and see if she's actually home. Yeah, I guess. Who wants to approach to go knock on the door? I will. You hop out of Lucky's car, cross the street, up the stoop, into the little vestibule area, and ring the bell? Yep. No response. The rest of you see him enter, and the lights still remain off. I'll check the door and see if it happens to be unlocked. It is locked. And I will step back outside and kind of wave them on. The rest of you see him indicate to come on up. Do all of you get out or just the one picking the lock? I mean, I could always use the company in the conversation. I'll go along. I'll stay in the car. This is for... Less valuable men. 
Well, you are going to miss out on some thrilling conversation. I highly doubt it, but thank you for worrying. I'll take out my hip flask and start sipping. There you go. I guess I'm going to start picking the lock. Uh, Try and uh, do something distracting, you two. I'll just lean against the door, blocking view. That'll work. Do the same from the other angle. Mm Mm-hmm. The door opens. Practically in seconds for the other two, he just bent down, started, and boom, the door is open. And I call that trick the spare key. Are you sure the door is even locked at that rate? Oh, it was locked. Let's head on in. As you enter, it is dark. If you don't hear anything, you can't see anything. I'll go turn on a light. I'll flick my cigarette lighter. You flick the lighter. Lucky flips the switch. Some lights come up. The place looks like a normal living place. It's neat. It's clean. It's not like it's been ransacked at all. It has that lived-in appearance. Not like everything is perfectly in place. But still neat and clean. Just on first glance. Maybe they overslept. Alvin, do you know if they have any rooms they're normally at? Maybe they're in a basement or something? Was I in like a study or a den or was I just like at the dining room table? In the living room area is a desk. And she kept you just in here. She never really let you go further in. She would go into the kitchen and bring coffee out if you needed something. But she kept you basically in the living room and at that desk. I've only been in this room we're in right now. She's not a very inviting host. Does she ever show anything? Or I mean, you're the only one who's been here, right? Yeah, but as I said, she kept me in this room. Wasn't one to allow people to wander her home. Alvin, would you like to go to the desk and maybe look it over? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And are the other two going to search the rest of the home? Yeah. So all three can give me spot hiddens. If you're trying to be quiet, also give me stealth. I'm going to be sneaky. Too bad your friends don't quite understand the idea of being quiet while breaking and entering. Never work with amateurs. (laughs) But on the spot hidden, as you are going through the apartment, you can see that there are a couple dishes in the sink. The bedroom is empty. But as you go through the closet, you'll see that the clothes are all in there. As you really dig into the back of it, you'll see that there are suitcases still in there, not like she's packed up and gone anywhere. There's jewelry in the jewelry box on the dresser. Feel free to pilfer if you wish. I'm going to do a little bit of investigating, pocket a couple of pieces of jewelry, you know. I'm sure all for the good of her. For the good of me. The other two, Lucky, you're just kind of, Looking around, but it doesn't appear you're really looking, looking. You're just kind of doing cursory overviews of the place and not really finding anything out of the norm. 
And Alvin, you're at the desk and you've been at this desk. You know where things should be, but they're not here now. So there's definitely been some things taken from this area. I'll let Lucky know that. I assume he's still in the same room. What's missing? Some of the books that she had here on the desk, you know, I mean, she may have just rearranged things, but, you know, I don't know why she would move them from where they were stored before. Where were they stored before? Like, why would she keep them in her desk and not on her shelves? Well, they were arranged here on the desk and they're missing now, so she may have moved them and put them away, but it's just the first thing I spotted. Anything else missing other than some books? Not that I can remember. It's fair enough. Speaking of people missing, have you heard about a a man who died recently and gave us a state to some music, like the Estonian or something? I haven't heard of this. No? No, it's not sounding familiar. I don't know if you and the lady talked about it. It seems like there's some Odd stuff going on with that. Specifically around a key. No, we need to find a key. (laughs) Other than that, that's all that I'm aware of. Well, if you've been here with this lady, I don't know if she was trying to find more artifacts, you know? Yeah, she was definitely searching. That's one of the things we talked about. And she never found this? If she did, she didn't tell me about it. Hell, she could be going there now. Maybe left her stuff in a hurry. That is possible. Maybe we should look around and see if we can find anything. It might give us a clue to that. Let's see what Harold found. Uh, definitely not jewelry. Did it seem like she was leaving to anywhere? Any, anything packed in a hurry? or No, all of her clothes are here and her suitcases are still here too. It's odd to say the least. Yeah, definitely. A little more than odd. I think it's pretty damn weird. We deal with the weird all the time. Yeah, no, this is pretty lax comparatively. Looks like she wasn't even packing or anything. Kind of throws out the theory with uh, her seeing try to get that key, huh? Yeah, it doesn't seem likely. Do you want to go check it out just in case? I mean, if she found one, finding a second probably wouldn't be too hard. That is true. Do you know if she has any other houses, probably, around there? or She never mentioned it to me if she did. It's worth a shot checking out, isn't it? Yeah. I'm in. Well, let's get back to the car then and tell Edward that's where we're heading. Do you guys turn everything off, lock the door again, just remove all trace that you were there, or does it not matter to you? I will do that if they don't want to. Yeah, we'll tidy up. All right. Or do you want to just toss the place and just really scour it and look? Could I do like a stealth check, like check every nook and cranny and stuff? Sure. All right, all right, all right. Harold, as you begin to do one good once-over, 
thinking if you had something really important and precious, maybe you would hide it. You begin to search and you'll find one of the drawers of the desk has a false back to it. As you bust that open, you'll see an empty space, but it does look like if you had something you wanted to keep hidden, that's where you would do it. So if she had the book, it would make sense that she would keep it there, except it isn't there. She's gone, and the book is gone, but all of her things still remain in the home. She took the book and bailed. What makes you think that? Well, there's a convenient book-sized compartment in this here desk, and it's uh, lacking a book. Does make a solid argument. Though if she was to leave this place, it would make sense she took it. Maybe she left in a hurry. Didn't have time to pack. Yeah. Let's go ahead to that museum then and see if she's there. If not, who knows where she might have went. First you have to get back out to the car and convince your other friend, Edward, to go with you. Does he really have a choice? Uh-oh. I mean, I'm the one driving. Keeping in mind, it is night. You guys are in Boston. Yeah, how far away is it? The items are in the D.C. area. That's not a let's just hop in the car and go kind of a situation. But please exit the home, locking everything up again, walking back to the car as you all shut the doors. You are all once again together. Man, some jackass broke in there and took all of her jewelry. Shame. I imagine he's very ugly and is very unpleasant to talk to. Yeah, one of his buddies got punched in the throat later today. How sad. (laughs) First his friend gets punched in the throat and then he's found dying, bleeding out in an alley, kidneys removed, source sounds of burning flesh in the background. Jiminy H. Christmas, that was just screwing with you. Same. Just gonna slowly scoot away from him. So, Edward, we decided we want to take a trip down to uh, the Masonian. We hear there's a, a key there. We searched the place, but found not... We didn't find her there or her book. Getting all these damn artifacts confused. So you think she's in the museum, yeah? Ran away? Seems the most likely at this point. Unless you know she has some other getaway. Ed takes another big, deep swig from his seemingly bottomless hip flask. Alright. I always have a bag ready to go. Do any of you need preparations? Well, yeah. Let's meet in the morning. And we don't know, you know, if this is an artifact, but it seems oddly suspicious. And with her gone, things are starting to line up, it seems. If nothing else, confirming that she took the book of her own volition would be a very good thing to establish. Yeah, well, let's hope we find out. I'll drop you guys all off. Where do you guys want to meet in the morning? 
We'll head out early. Green Dragon. You all can uh, get dropped off, prepare your bags, meet in the morning, and head off towards D.C. and the Smithsonian. It'll take hours to get there. You'll be there late in the day. Do you want any conversation on the way, or do you just want to show up? I'm really good at I Spy. A long car ride is the ideal time to have heart-to-heart talks, but if nobody has a heart, we can just skip it. Have any of you men ever heard of the ancient punishment called scaffage? I'm not familiar with that one. First, they would take the victim and feed him nothing but honey and milk. This is to induce irritable bowels. They would then tie him up and leave him in a boat in a swamp. He would soil himself, the filth attracting all kinds of bugs. He would be eaten slowly, alive, over the course of a few days. It was a terrible punishment reserved only for the most heinous of acts. You sound too pleased by this. I think I read about that in the dime novel. I read about it in some historical literature. Truly, we are a advanced species to be using animals such as that, yes? It's an opinion to say. Speaking of books, you know, I read this dime novel when I was about 15. Uh, this cowboy, he threw a frying pan up in the air and shot it, and shot a dude right behind the counter. You think I could do that if I was a good enough shot? Only one way to find out, isn't there? Ooh, let's stop at a diner on the way there. Well, maybe on the way back. I'm just going to say I'm not touching honey or milk after what fellow over here just said. Ugh. I think just don't eat or drink a copious amount of milk. You'll be fine. Anything else or you want to fast forward? Moving along at the speed of plot. <laughs> so as you arrive, you'll get there like just before the place closes. You have maybe an hour before the exhibits will close. You will notice that the place has electricity. As you walk in, you will notice that there are armed guards. Where are you going to go? I'm going to go to the front desk. While he's talking to the front desk, I'm going to walk right by and start walking around. Yeah, I'm going to start looking around on myself. I'll go to the front desk. We'll start with Edward and Lucky. As you approach the front desk, you'll see another guard, Mansit, again, also armed. As you walk up, he gives you a big, wholesome, friendly smile. Welcome, gentlemen. The exhibits will be closing in an hour. I suggest you come back tomorrow so you're able to view all the wonderful items here at the Smithsonian. Yes, well, we've heard news that there's been a recent large donation of items to this museum. We wanted to check them out, and we just arrived in. We'll see if we get a, a glance at them before tomorrow we'll explore the rest. So sorry, sir, but all new 
exhibits that are donated first have to be processed before they are then put on display. And we just can't let you down into the processing rooms of the basement. How soon will they be processed? I'm looking forward to see these items. They, They seem so interesting. Do you know who donated the exhibit, the, the name? Yeah, it's uh, a person by the name of Dudley, Jervis Dudley, I think. I, I don't quite remember. I just saw a name and some news article or something. Will you roll fast talk for me? Yeah, uh, sure. And he'll look through a bunch of papers on a clipboard. and Those... Just came in uh, two weeks ago. They're not going to be on display anytime this month. This month? Really? Yes, sure. Well, do you know of any good exhibits here we can see? We're going to stay the night and visit. We we came up. He'll show you like a, a little brochure, hand it to you. He goes, here's a list of all the exhibits. I really suggest you look at the... The Egyptian artifacts, they're beautiful, fantastic culture. You'll like it, but you're going to have to hurry again, sir. We we close in less than an hour. I suggest you just come back tomorrow. Well, I'll take a peek, and then I'll leave. I'll be out in half an hour. I'll come back tomorrow and give it a good look through. Whatever you wish, sir. I don't have anything to add, actually. Okay. No questions for Lucky as you to walk away? Do you have an actual plan there, or are we just hoping to get Lucky? Just seeing... We now know where it is. We either got told it was in an exhibit or a general area, and it seems we got what we needed. Give it that information to the thief, and... Probably haven't. Harold and Alvin, as you guys walk around, can you both give me some spot hidden checks? A praise if you have it. Oh, you guys are just, I guess it's your first trip to the Smithsonian. There's just so many wonderful things to look at. The art, statues, pieces of pottery from ancient cultures, the, the taxidermied animals that you see. All wondrous. It's a wonderful day at the museum for you guys. Apparently, you guys aren't really looking. Might have even forgotten why you're even here. Wow. Look at how big the dinosaurs were, Alvin. Yeah. The other two will approach you guys. I assume rather determined, as they've been told that they have a a time limit. And the four of you will again reconvene as two of you are staring up at the skeleton of a very large dinosaur. I hit one of them in the shin with my cane while they're staring at some bones. Ow, what the hell do you want? Ow, son of a bitch. I want that book back, for starters. Well, do you have any idea where it is? A dear guard was so helpful as to point us in the right direction. I mean, do you think it's still here? Do you even get anything from the book? I mean, why do you care so much about it? The key seems more important than anything. 
You do seem like the kind of person to think that, yes. I feel like that's a subtle judge, but I don't know if it means much. Well, I'm interested in the key. As am I. I have an idea on how we could get it, but it's a little risky. Well, we know it's in processing, so... I mean, you're the professional thief here. Alright, so back when I was about 18, we were trying to get this, uh, get one over on this guy who was smuggling in, uh, opium. Uh, so, he would have coffee being shipped in in crates. When the crates were empty, we hid in them, and we hid in the back rooms. When everything was closed up, we got back out, took care of some of the security guards, and the whole place was ours. I think there's a ton of places to hide in here. So you want to hide in here after closing? Do you have a better idea? Actually, I don't care if you have a better idea. I mean, if you want to try it, be my guest. We have less than an hour tonight, so if you want to find a good spot, and say be quick or wait till tomorrow. Well, I say we wait till they close. Then we're only going to have a couple of security guards to deal with. Well, one, I don't think we should be discussing this here. Two, I don't think the time was an issue. I think of more of how. Edward and Lucky make spot hidden. Wonderful. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to start walking out. Harold, what do you want to do? Do you want to just say, screw Lucky, you'll make your own luck? find a place to hide and try to do it tonight, or are you going to leave with everyone else? Well, I know that I'm stealthy enough to be able to do it, and I would like to have a car here to run out with, but uh, I don't know if I could do this on my own. Mm, but if you got the key and it was the key? All right, I'm doing it. Last call, fellas. Anyone, anybody want to join me? The rest of you? Edward says he wants to make the move. Now. Good luck. Yeah, I'm out. I'll stay with you. I have a sudden need to use the restroom. And that's my hiding spot. That'll be your hiding spot? The bathroom? Okay. Who checks the bathrooms? Only diligent guards that work for a national museum. But... Let's hope you find the one guy who sucks at his job. Also exhaust fans that lead to the bathroom. If we could disable one of those, we could just hide in the exhaust fan. And you've got a cane. I don't know enough about air conditioning to tell you otherwise, so please, lead the way. So Alvin and Lucky, you guys are going to exit? Are you going to kind of be in the area in case they need a quick getaway or are you guys just saying hey we'll see ya we'll see you tomorrow I'm going to a hotel are we going to bail them out when they get arrested tomorrow good thing we're both lawyers they don't need to I don't even know if they could afford either of us but it would definitely have to be pro bono because they couldn't afford my rates Oh, they couldn't afford mine either. So the other two are going to leave. I hope the other two will interact. But right now, we'll stay with Harold and Edward as they enjoy a night at the museum. 
going to the bathroom, trying to disable the exhaust fan to climb up into the vents. Is that what I heard? Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Right. It sounds like an excellent idea. How about we roll some mechanical repair? After a while, Edward, as you watch Harold take the cane out of your hand and really shove it up in there, he does eventually pop that off and stops the fan from working so you can wedge yourself in there. It's going to be rusty and dirty. And oh, by the way, your cane has a couple wonderful scratches in it now. But job done. That was authentic Chinese redwood. Wow, what a dink! I bought my shoes from a Chinese guy. So you guys are going to climb up in there, helping each other, I assume. One gives a leg up, the other one helps pull up once he's up there. So I will give you a climb at the plus two modifier. Edward's able to get up in there, but... You're just too fat for me to help you up. Harold just can't get up in there. Make a luck roll, Harold. Harold, you hear the bathroom door open. I'm going to roll a stealth check. I'm going to hide behind the door. Stall, but okay, hide behind the door. Stealth roll. Let's go. The door opens and you're hiding behind the door. You'll see a a guard. He peeks his head in, kind of waits a moment listening, and then the head goes back out and the door shuts. Well, that could have gone worse. Do you want to try again to climb or find uh, something new? Just let Edward stay up in the vent. Hide in the trash can. I think I'm going to hide in the trash can. All right. So you can hide in a trash can? Or a large area. A trash can, sarcophagus to an ancient mummy. I'm just going to go out. Well, they don't keep those in the bathroom, but there's really no hiding places in the bathroom if you can't get up into the vent. You can hide in a stall, feet up on the toilet, and just roll your stealth just to hope. If a guard comes in, you can be quiet. Or you can try to stealth your way out of the bathroom and try to find another area to hide in. Eddie, toss me that hip flask, would you please? Just one moment. I drain the last of it and then hand the empty thing to him. I'm going to put that in my pocket and I'm going to step outside and try to find a place to hide. Okay. You want to roll another stealth or are you just going to walk? You do have about 10 minutes before the museum closes. I'm just going to walk out. Uh, try to be a little bit stealthy. Don't bring anything to me, but I'm not going to like openly sneak around, you know? Just kind of meandering about, not bringing any attention to yourself. Okay. You'll see the Egyptian exhibit. You'll see a sign for the Old West exhibit. And you'll see a sign for Medieval. I guess I'm going to go to the Egyptian. Egyptian it is. As you make your way towards that end of the museum, you'll start to see 
a lot of really nice pieces, burial masks of gold, um, some jewelry. Looks like slabs of rock with hieroglyphics carved into them. You'll eventually come to what looks to be, uh, looks like maybe the prize piece of the Egyptian exhibit, and it is a stone sarcophagus. Perfect. Are you telling me you're going to slide that open, climb inside, and slide it back shut? No, but... Really? Now I am. Now you what were you going to do before? <laughs> like, oh, I could hide behind it. <laughs> ah, it's laying flat. Like, it's... I see. Yeah. Want to try to open it and climb inside? I think I'm going to go to the medieval. (laughs) Okay. So exiting out of there, you head down one of the other ways. Do make a stealth roll now because we are fast approaching closing and we want to see if any last minute guards see you. Nope, they don't. So as you get over to the medieval, things change. A lot of uh, heavy iron pieces. Pottery, but different. Not as beautiful or as elegant as in the Egyptian wing. But you'll come upon an odd piece, an Iron Maiden. It stands tall, its doors wide open. The inside, as you would expect an Iron Maiden to be. Oh, this is not good. I'm not saying climb inside that one. Okay, so grave robbery or Iron Maiden. Uh, hmm. Are there any suits of armor nearby? As you look around, you do see some suits of armor nearby. They are up on a pedestal, so they're about a foot above the floor, standing on the, the pedestals. They're a little more narrow than your size, but you know, when they turn the lights off, if you were to be behind them, you might be able to uh, escape detection. I'm going to try and hide behind the Iron Maiden. Make your way behind that display and uh, just camp out until the museum closes proper, correct? Yes. Okay. We're going to cut to the other two. Alvin and Lucky, Uh, you guys have left, went to a hotel, maybe perhaps just having a a drink in the hotel bar. Alvin, what chances do you think they got arrested tonight? Uh, I would say more than likely, probably 70% chance they're going to get busted. 70%? The one guy's a... Pretty good thief, so he's got a little bit, but uh, Edward, yeah, he's going to get caught. Do you think Edward will rat out Harold once he gets caught? It's going to save his ass? Hell yeah! I believe that, yeah. You think we should start working up a case already? Yeah, we should probably come up with some idea of why exactly they were wandering around the National Museum after hours. Well, let's get another drink. Do you want to go upstairs? Let's start writing a case out then. Yeah, we can start working up something. 
Okay, let's do that then. And take everybody there, I assume. Mm-hmm. With Psychotron giving directions, yeah. With Oh not Psychotron, with Alvin. 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 With Alvin giving directions. <laughs> Ooh, let's stop at a diner on the way there. Well, maybe on the way back. It's a long ride. You're going to have to feed them, Lucky. You can't just work them like animals. I mean, it's not kill people on the way to a place. To <laughs> Maybe on the way back after we found out everything, <laughs> we can murder people. I hit one of them in the shin with my cane while they're staring at some bones. Rolling dexterity to dodge. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a surprise attack. <laughs> How do I roll combat here? <laughs> <laughs> it should be brawl. If you if you really want to throw that. Wow. Oh, success. <laughs> I mean, if you want to dodge, I'll I'll go for the shin kill. <laughs> And I failed! <laughs> because you're too busy looking at the giant wondrous dinosaur bone. Now roll constitution to see if you cry, and if you do, how hard. <laughs> oh, he cries hard. I mean... <laughs> Isn't that the opposite of what you yeah, would get with a con roll? It was a joke, because he said how hard, and it was a hard success. I made a joke. Um, One single manly tear falls down my cheek. <laughs> Are we going to bail them out when they get arrested tomorrow? Good thing we're both lawyers. They don't need to. I don't even know if they could afford either of us, but. It would definitely have to be pro bono because they couldn't afford my rates. No, oh, they couldn't afford mine either. I could afford your mother's rates. No! <laughs> No, you couldn't. Wow. Unless you want to dig up the grave yourself. You. (laughs) He's the one who said it, not me. (laughs) I got a credit rating of nine, fellas. I can't even afford the admission to this museum. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll take a quick break. All right. We're going to finish this up. Oh, dear. Someone may die. Someone may die. I know. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Nobody noticed the thing. Everybody failed their spot hiddens. Well, guess who's not there? (laughs) (laughs) Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get a without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well.
Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard and the intro and the outro is from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.